Hey guys, this is FJB and I'm breaking in your phones again, breaking on your radios, just breaking in everywhere. Um, this is Click and Argue with FJB. I just like saying FJB. Sounds funny. I love it. <laughs> um, for starters, this is part three. And I'm calling it part three because this is the third episode that I've had about Antonio Brown. Now, Antonio Brown, for quite some time, has been regarded as a top five, top two, number one wide receiver in the NFL. He currently is on the trade block, so to speak and has demanded a trade from the Pittsburgh Steelers. My first episode was about the mess that goes on in the Pittsburgh Steelers organization that didn't start with Antonio Brown, believe it or not. It actually started with uh, Big Ben. Um, That was a few episodes ago. If you want the full, full, if you want the full, the real about what's really going on with Pittsburgh, it's all in that episode. Um, the episode I did last was the possibility and the thought and idea of Antonio Brown being with the Arizona Cardinals, the Carolina Panthers. I also think he'd be a good fit in San Francisco, which I never dove too far into. I will say this. I like... him in the NFC so that being said there won't be any going to Pittsburgh I mean won't be going to New England won't be going to the Cincinnati Bengals none of that mess is going to happen what I keep finding funny is the teams that he look might be looking to go to are AFC West teams there's been a small speculation that Seattle might be interested. Um, we all know Seattle won't pay the guaranteed money, but just the thought of it is interesting. I was looking up all the stats yesterday, and I didn't actually bring my notes with me because I'm in the car again. For some reason, when I'm in the car, I feel comfortable talking to y'all because most likely y'all are in the car. And yes, I said y'all. <laughs> I looked up the stats for the last three years. Catches, catches, touchdowns, yards. There is no receiver that has more catches and touchdowns. I'm sorry. There's one receiver that has more. There's one receiver that has more catches in the last three seasons. That's Mike Thomas in New Orleans. But if you look at his touchdowns, eh, they're nowhere near Antonio Brown's. And if I'm not mistaken, Antonio Brown has 313 catches over the last three years. And the next guy had like, after that, I think 280. So looking at that, 
I wanted to dig further, and I looked at the touchdowns. Nobody has more touchdowns. Um, yards. Julio Jones has more yards, but Julio Jones doesn't get in the end zone, which I don't get because I think Julio Jones is a top three wide receiver in the NFL right now. I actually have him at number two. I'm a huge A.J. Green fan. I just think he would be better if he stayed healthy. So just all that being said, I believe that Antonio Brown is the best receiver in the NFL. That doesn't happen when the best can – you, can you guys imagine if Jerry Rice had ever been a free agent or was had a possibility to get traded – to any team that wanted him. Now, when Jerry Rice retired, when Jerry Rice retired, the best receiver in the game was T.O. And it wasn't even close. Everybody used to say, well, oh, T.O. used to drop passes. Okay. He dropped a few passes here and there. Ain't no problem in saying that. All receivers drop passes. Especially Keyshawn Johnson. I think he was the king at it. But it's not too often when the number one wide receiver is up for is up for dealing. Or is on the trade block. T.O. hit the free market and the Baltimore Ravens and the Eagles are the first ones to jump. Then, you know, going from Philly to Dallas, I'm sorry, he was a staple in Dallas. T.O. was one of the greatest receiving icons I ever watched play the game. And that's the same for Jerry Rice. Those were the best two wide receivers I ever saw play the game. Oh, and let's not forget, it's Jerry Rice that trained T.O. how to play the game. So, not only was Jerry Rice transcendent on the field, he was transcendent in the locker room as well, which I don't think Jerry Rice gets enough credit for, even though everybody says he's the best player in NFL history. I still have Jerry Rice above all. I'm going to take a quick break here, folks, and then I'll come and holler back at you. Hey guys, welcome back. This is FJB and I'm back. And honestly, I had a phone call and had to take it. Um, I'm real busy nowadays. Don't you hate when you're doing your podcast and you get a phone call? For those of you all who are on Apple Podcasts, I have your own podcast. It does become a nuisance. It, it bothers you. It's like, man, I'm getting going here and all of a sudden I'm, man, phone call just be distracting. But anyway, back to what I was talking about is Antonio Brown. I think it is very important. Not important. I think it's very interesting 
that a company does not see the error of its ways. This is now the second year in a row they'll be trading away two of their three. I'm sorry. They'll be not associating with. A top five player on their team. And everybody, let's just keep it real. Everybody said, well, Connor was really, really great. No, Connor wasn't great. He had 100 yard games versus trash defenses. Oh, yeah, he's better than Le'Veon Bell. No, he's not. He wasn't even close to as good as Le'Veon Bell. Connor, if you played on any other team in the NFL, you're a rookie contract. No offense. You're a hustler. You're a hard worker. But you're not nowhere near as talented as Le'Veon Bell. And I don't even like Le'Veon Bell. I think he's too flashy off the field. He can't seem to get his right flight to stay out of suspension or out of trouble. Antonio Brown comes to work. He's the hardest working guy. He goes home. He works out again. And then that's all he does. Oh, yeah. And let's not forget he raises his family in between. I don't know much about Le'Veon's personal life, but I actually follow Antonio Brown. That guy is about him and his family. And what the way these companies are. If you're if you're a billionaire and you got to worry about your brand, you can't blame AB for the way he's been acting or what's been going on with him. You kind of I'm not saying anybody wants to be him cuz I would me personally I would hate to be under public scrutiny. Um, I don't mind constructive criticism, but being under being in the public eye like that, I don't I'm not trained or groomed to for that as of yet. But in time, life changes. I just can't picture people who are in the public eye like that, what kind of mindset it forces to put you in. I just don't know if I would be, I would act like a Kevin Durant, so to speak. When I talk about the people, I like to think that in a way that there's something that I can key on that's very important that may be able to help me or not. This is the basis of my click and argue show. I like for you guys to click, connect to what I'm talking about, and, you know, I want to be insightful. I want to touch every single one of y'all. Not physically. You know, emotionally. Touch you to the dome. This is FJB, and I am finished for today. I got a lot of things to take care of, which I'm sure most of you guys do. Have a blessed evening. And last quick take before I'm out of here. Imagine if you were Antonio Brown. And not only were you scrutinized publicly by a co-worker and now your boss... What would be your reaction? Would you want to swallow your pride? 
and go back to the company? Or would you try to make yourself better, work hard, speak about what you know about yourself, and then move on to the next company? Now, unfortunately, we all don't play football. But if you're working for somebody else, we're all playing a game. And that's it with FJB. Have a great day.